Welcome to Missions Corner. Our goal at Missions Corner is to bring you stories straight from the mission fields, both locally and from around the world, in hopes of inspiring you to get out and go live the abundant life that Jesus has called you to. Still as true today as when Jesus first said it, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Today we catch up with Christine Morse in part two of a three-part conversation with Jason and Jana Pranzo about homeschooling. They continue to share their testimony of how the Lord led them to homeschool their three children, as well as the fears, challenges, and benefits of homeschooling. Let's listen in. Jana found it, and, you know, I met Kara, Mm -hmm. showed her the picture of the computer on my phone, and said, what's this? And Mm -hmm. she knew instantly. I said, yep, you're, you're done with public school. She was homeschooled. She just graduated this year, and she yeah. was homeschooled the whole time. So were and you, Were you You had started staying home by that point. I was actually already homeschooling okay. Carly and Justin at oh, that okay. point, yeah. so okay. about okay. half the okay. year. Okay. Yeah, and actually that whole thing with finding her was really crazy because I had a friend tell me, she kept saying, you gotta pray that the Lord would catch your kids. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like when they fall that he would catch them? She's like, mm-mm, girl, mm-hmm. that catch he would them. catch them doing stuff. And mm-hmm. every time we found something, I kid you not, I'd be on my knees yeah. praying, I'd feel the Lord say, check her room, Jana. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. And that time I remember specifically, he said, you need to check the underside of her pillowcase. I'm like, what in the, that's, that's a weird thing. And I didn't want to, mm-hmm. I kept trying to avoid it. And I just kept feeling it. And I remember walking in there and I picked up her pillow and I put my hand in the bottom and here was this laptop. Oh. I'm like, how can you deny that that yeah. was the Lord calling? Right? You need to do this yeah. and stop asking to flip the fleece over, Jana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and prior to that, mm-hmm. that was my number. Kara was my number one reason, and she solidified the homeschooling. We had already yeah. been homeschooling Carly and Justin. Mm-hmm. The fears I had before we even started homeschooling Carly and Justin. Well, you know the stigma with homeschool kids. They're weird. They you know, are weird. They're, they're these <laughs> large families who live out on compounds and we happen to be living out, you know, on middle. a compound. Okay, but we up did in not the have the 12 passenger van. Okay? No, we no, we didn't. That. We, we didn't. Least, that. Yeah. At least that is something in your favor. But we did have too many vans. So, did, you know, yes, you we kinda, did. So we actually could carry more than 12 passengers. Yes. I like how you had two vi- mini vans. There's just the five of you, though. There were only yeah. 75 kids. It's, There's just the five yeah. of you total. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, what the stigma with homeschooling, I was afraid that our kids would grow up to be weirdos, mm-hmm. right? That they yeah. would not be socially adjusted. And, you know, being in the Air Force, you get all shapes and sizes, oh, yeah. you get all personality types. And I had a couple of guys over my career that were homeschooled um, and they had zero social skills. Yeah, They, they were, and not to speak badly of them because they were actually very competent and they were very intelligent. But as a dad, I didn't want them to be socially awkward. I yeah. wanted them, you know, as a dad, my role is to prepare them to kick them out of the nest, yeah. right? To prepare them for life. And I've always taken that role very seriously. And so I was worried about the stigma, but then I was also worried about the credentials, mm-hmm. right? And so what is the world going to look at? The world is going to look at, are they receiving the same quality or better yeah. education? And is the world going to recognize mm-hmm. the education that they receive mm-hmm. um, on the backside mm-hmm. uh, when they do finally graduate high school and they're going off to college or they're just going off? Those were the things that I was really scared of. Like my kids, even though we're Christians and we don't, we're not to be of the world, 
they still got to live in the yeah, world. Yeah. Right. They still have to make their way. They still have to get um, a job. Get, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and so I understand that. That was my my biggest fear. And I know and, and afterwards, I've actually talked to a few dads, a few people who were on the fence on the homeschooling thing. And it's it's funny because my fears were not unique at all. Yeah, um, I, I've actually found is every all of the dads that I've talked to who weren't homeschooled, who weren't raised in a mm-hmm. homeschool environment, who were raised in very much a secular way that I was raised, yeah. these were very real fears. Yeah. And it's funny because it turned out to be all for naught. Yeah. You know, there was no reason to fear. We instantly saw with Jana at home, first off, there was so much more peace. Mm-hmm. With Jana working, one of the things that was uh, always terrible was that there was always cleaning we had to do. The house was always a mess, yeah. right? We couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. Um, well, if you're only home for two yeah. to three hours a day, how are you going to be able to get anything done with right. three kids? <laughs> exactly. We were eating out all the time. Yeah, which we doesn't were, save you money. <laughs> no, not even a, not little, even bit. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to you know all of our off time that we had away from, from work, away from church ministry, and away from activities for the kids, yeah. it was spent having to do the chores around the house. We had to clean, we had to, you know, mowing the lawn, fixing things, that kind of stuff, and and grocery shopping and that kind of, and this beautiful place that we had to live, it was three acres up in the Black Hills of Mm -hmm. South Dakota, never got to enjoy it because we were too busy doing and not, there was no time for rest. When Jana stopped working and she was able to be at home in that first summer, there was finally peace in the house. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much Jana has been the glue in mm-hmm. our family in, in, in keeping things together. And it, I, I really believe that is her role that God has given her, mm-hmm. is that she's kind of the one who makes the house move. She doesn't do all the cleaning because yeah. the kids have responsibilities, yeah. but she's the one who directs what goes mm-hmm. on in the house. Yeah. And it's much more peaceful at home. I noticed with the kids, Carly and Justin, I noticed their relationship has grown dramatically. Mm-hmm. They have grown so close to Jana, especially over the years of homeschooling, much more close. I mean, in, in, in us as a family in general have grown so close. But at the same time, you know, like you're able, like if Jana's home during the day and she is encouraging, again, I really feel like people need to hear this. Like when a wife stays home, it doesn't mean that she's like forced to do everything because no. your kids, it's one thing if I'm doing basically everything with a toddler, you had older kids. You were able to say well, like, no, yeah. you guys, we're going to teach you how to do laundry well, and dishes. That's yeah. a way to pour them too, because yeah. you'd be surprised. Jason's seen it several times in the Air Force where oh, yeah. guys come in who are 18, 19, 20, 20. They don't know how to do laundry. They don't yep. know how to cook. They don't know how to clean a toilet. Right. And that was another way to pour into our kids yeah. is you need to understand how to do these things, the yeah. importance of it. And also they earn an allowance by doing yeah. these things. You don't do it, you don't get paid. And this teaches them real Respons- world responsibility. Yeah. 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 yeah, And real world consequences. Yeah. I think it's they, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, when I was active duty, the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. how do you guys not know how to clean a toilet? I'm yep. not saying you need to like have it yeah. perfect, but, but you need to know how to actually, to know the fact how that you to, need to clean it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. also, how did you go through basic dude, training and not clean a toilet? In <laughs> laundry. You'd be amazed right? how many airmen I had who had no idea how to do their own laundry. That's so strange. And, you know, again, me being a dad trying to prepare my kids for yeah. life outside of the house, you know, it just made sense to right? have them be at home and have them doing their own chores. Yeah. You know, right. and I, get to, I got to see the effects of mom and dad 
babying their kids mm-hmm. to the point that they're not prepared. They're coddled yeah. so much that they can't function in life. Yep. And our kids are not coddled by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. You know, <laughs> we, we don't throw them to the wolves, but at the same time, we give them responsibility yeah. so they, when they do go out into the world, they will be prepared for life. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and you guys, yeah, you guys have yeah. done a good job in that. I wouldn't trust my child <laughs> with your child if I if didn't, had, <laughs> if you hadn't done that. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> With that, how are those fears kind of squashed of them being weirdos or mm-hmm. them not having the credentials to be able to like do life outside of yeah. a compound <laughs> with a 16-passenger van? <laughs> so one thing that really helped us, I had a very dear friend in Rapid City who, I mean, she, like I was saying before, her kids were kind of all in line of ages with, with my kids and all mm-hmm. good friends, and she had always homeschooled her kids. I mean, she mm-hmm. was active duty Air Force as well, and then she ended up getting out when after she had her first child and she started homeschooling as soon as she was school age. Okay. And her kids were the most intelligent, most socialized children I think I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm like, hang on, why aren't they like weirdos? I mean, it was almost like when questions were asked, they would have their hands up right away, like they knew everything and a little bit of everything. It yeah. was incredible. Yeah. FYI, they do drive the 16 pack van. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and they have seven kids. <laughs> but, you but know, that's okay. There's room in that van. For all right. Kids. <laughs> and, but seeing that, and then there were so many ladies in our church mm-hmm. who homeschooled. And I almost kind of always felt like an outcast because I right? didn't. I'm like, I need to be, be getting part of this group here, the homeschooler group. <laughs> But um, that really helped seeing that. But then it was actually, I felt like the fruit of it was in actually doing doing it, it, you know? And it was, some of the biggest things was seeing the day-to-day. Like, I mean, at first, I'm not gonna lie, I spent hours crying, like, I can't do that. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard, especially if you haven't always done it. Yes. you're You're trying to transition your kids from public school to homeschool and realize, I don't have to have this schedule. It doesn't have to be, you know, from this time and this time we do this and do that. It is just, you had to retrain yourself, probably. I actually did. Yeah. I, had, I actually started myself with the schedule until I could go, <laughs> don't have to do everything it says okay. in this book, you know? Yeah. But I, I saw I saw the value of it in my kids right away. And I saw that even though I didn't have a teaching degree, even though I'm not a teacher, I am a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm their mother and yeah. nobody's going to love them more or pour into them right. more. Um, and I just saw a change in their attitudes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fact that they wanted to help out started really helping with that. And there was such a joy in seeing that there was fruit mm-hmm. in the labor. Also seeing the way that things started, like with Kara, Jason mentioned Kara, when we started homeschooling her, we brought her on. I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do with a high schooler. Right. Like, it's easy with Justin and Carly because they're little. They're little, right? And they're, yeah. they were starting off in the same kind of thing. We used uh, My Father's World, which is a curriculum that you could do with like, it was like third grade up to eighth, mm-hmm. but it was tailored like, okay, Carly was like a fifth grader. So mm-hmm. for her, she would have to do more papers than Justin would yeah. as a third grader. Yeah. But with Kara, I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. And my friend had actually told me about classical conversations. Mm-hmm. And it was like, a, it's almost like college though. Like okay. They do all this work during the week and then they meet up on Friday mm-hmm. from like 8.30 to 3.30, whatever. And they discuss everything. And like seeing how that process worked, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, well, they they actually have a syllabus yeah. which lays out their plan for the week mm-hmm. on the, what is it, eight subjects, I believe it is? It's six strands, yeah. Oh, six, okay. And it's literally what it, what do they have to get done? Okay. And it lists it out every week yeah. what they have to cover. Nice. And so it really is, I mean, you've got kids that they start what is it, with challenge, which is middle school. Uh-huh. They start basically in a college-based 
format yes. in middle school yeah. and they're even teaching like with, with like, like challenge b level. they're okay. teaching college yeah. level classes i mean it's incredible yeah. and with kara you know she was jason mentioned she was upset but she was really angry because we took her out of halfway through her sophomore year mm -hmm. and put her in the second half of her freshman, freshman year, year and she was really yeah. upset but to see what came out of this and you know it was a lot of prayer mm -hmm. a lot of prayer and i still pray a lot about it it was just seeing god's goodness in it all because two years after you know, pulling Kara and, and homeschooling her, mm -hmm. she ended up rededicating her life to Christ. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of those moments of, I was so afraid of this and the Lord kept speaking to me on it, but look what he did yeah. through it. Yeah. And then not even a year later, Carly rededicates her life to Christ. Yeah. And it's just seeing the fruits of it, it took away any of the the fears or the worries, is this good enough? Am I doing a good enough job? Mm -hmm. And just replaced it with such a joy and a confidence that it, it's not even me, it's the mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah working through me and putting me in the ministry that I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be like, Jason, Dr. Really stay in your own lane. This is yeah. my lane. Yeah. Like, even though I may not think that I'm qualified to do it, the Lord is doing it through me and I'm mm -hmm. being with my kids. And it's not so much, you know, well, what are you learning? It's the fact that you're right there alongside them, yeah. learning with them. Yes. There's, there's no better teacher than mom. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. There's no better teacher than mom. There's nobody who's going to be more patient with them. Right. Than... You know, honestly, when it when it comes to I'm I'm not cut out for homeschooling. Like yeah. for me personally yeah. to raise them and home homeschool Jana and I have even talked about that. What would happen if something happened to Jana and she she passed away? What would we do with uh, homeschooling the kids? I'm like, well, Kara would probably end up homeschooling yeah. Carly like, and please, Justin. Please, please don't stop homeschooling them. Just you gotta do what you gotta do. Please I, don't find stop. another that, person. Yes. Bring them that in. would that would take and they would hate it. Yes. <laughs> they would hate it. They would yeah. be they would be miserable. But they get the attention too. Like, you yeah. know, you think about because my dad's a, a principal at a high school now, mm -hmm. um, but he was a teacher for, he retired after 28 years in the Air Force and then mm -hmm. he became a teacher. Wow, um, God bless him. Right? I've met a few of his students and they've come up to me and they're like, your dad's scary. And I'm like, you know nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you see Mr. Carter, I always saw Sergeant Carter. <laughs> like, let me explain. But no, my dad, I remember my dad talking about how like, he would be in a class and there would just be so many kids and he would not be able to give the attention to the ones right. because you have the ones who are like kind of overachievers and you kind of don't have to worry about those kiddos. And then, but then you have the bottom tier, like you, then you have the middle of the road, but then you have the bottom tier and you can't give the four bottom tier kids no. the attention they need because you're giving your attention to the middle of the road kids yeah. because they're all. That. And so I just think it's, it's true. Like a teacher is never going to be as patient as a mom. Just a fact of life. Yeah. Well, and there's like but you said, there's so many. I actually just are. wrote that down. I wrote one on one. Yeah, that is one of the things. Like the one on one time. And Justin struggled with handwriting. He hates handwriting. Mm -hmm. And he had had a teacher who really belittled him over it. So every time he'd sit down to do it, he would just cry. And so I was able to sit next to him and say, Justin, that's a great job. Look right. at your H. I can really see that this is an H. I remember before you were struggling, you said, mommy, it looks like an N, but you got an H. Look at how great of a job right. you did. And I would encourage him. And sometimes it was just as simple as me sitting and rubbing his back as he wrote, you're doing a great job, right? You know, just move it over a little bit. Great job. You did it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes saying, and I could do it. I could say, why don't you tell me what you want to write? And I'll write it down for you today. We'll take mm -hmm. turns. I'll write this line. And how about you write the next? And then it was yeah. it was being able to educate him in a way that was not so stressful for him. Mm -hmm. And he understood the same thing with Carly. She didn't like reading out loud. Uh -huh. So I'd say, you take one paragraph, I'll take the next paragraph. Yeah. And I could do that. I had the time 
to do that. Not to mention along with homeschooling, because so this is what you hear moms say all the time. I'm not smart. I don't know all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't do well in school. Yeah. Neither did I. I never applied myself. And I, I just didn't care. I was a daydreamer. Right. <laughs> I'm actually reclaiming my education with my kids. And the That's cool so thing awesome. is, I know. So I'm learning things, but it's not just like, okay, well, I'm learning that, you know, 10 times 10, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually being able to relearn things in a creation-based way right. instead of evolution-based. And if you're listening, you're thinking, well, my kids aren't learning evolution in school. Yes, they yeah, are. They, yes, they are they putting are. it they in are. Even in private schools, even, even in private. Christian schools yes. yep. nowadays, yep. you're learning. That's what they're teaching. It's true. So I got to relearn some things that I knew. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I never realized that this was because of this or that because yeah. I'm learning it the way that God intended it to be. Yes. It's a creation-based learning, not an evolution-based learning. Yeah. So along with homeschooling your kids, you get to kind of be homeschooled as well and you grow it. And the best part of it is when my kids ask me a question and I go, I don't know. But I'll I, find out. I actually don't know. Let's look it up. Right. Let's research. Let's see what we can find. Yeah. Because there's nothing better. Because, you know, as kids, I remember like my parents know everything. Right. Uh, no, no, we don't. don't. We're growing up alongside <laughs> you, kiddo. We're figuring it out. We know nothing. <laughs> to be able to be humble and say, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Let's look it up. Let's see what daddy thinks. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a blessing. It's such a cool thing to be able to do with them yeah. and to see that it's okay to not know mm -hmm. and to let that fear be squashed as well. Like, yeah. it's okay to not know. I think, yeah, there's there's so many people who think, yeah, we, I have to be a teacher because I've even thought that, like, as we've discussed, like mm -hmm. me possibly homeschooling Rowan and thinking, I understand how silly this is, but I'm not thinking of first, second, third grade. I'm genuinely thinking of high school. Yeah. Because I think a lot of moms are like, oh, I can do yeah. little but ones. You're looking at the long game. I'm looking at the long, and I'm like, and then I realized, oh, I don't need to know algebra or chemistry, mainly because Adam is a genius in those areas. <laughs> and he can, but he can at least point me like, yeah, I'm gonna be doing the bulk of the work, Mm -hmm. But he's gonna be he's gonna be able to help out, and I think that's something like I have seen you guys do it. No, Jason, you don't necessarily homeschool your kids, but you are. It is a family affair. This is yes, not, is. and you're it doing is. things that like I know that you've worked with Justin on like the VBS stuff, yeah. like building. Like he's getting that like not just that time with you, which come on, people, let's remember that dads are very important in today's day and age. Absolutely. Like, dads are needed. And we're trivial, trivialized. Yeah, Society tends to, yeah. to downplay yes. the man's role No, nowadays. it is so... Such an important role. It is such an important role, but you're getting that opportunity that, like, if Carly came to you and said, Dad, I want to learn how to do mechanics on the car. You know, like, you have that. And I'm not saying that you can't do that, Jana, but, like, that's... But I can't. But, <laughs> but I can't. But I can fun. learn. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, you guys can... You guys are doing this together, and mm -hmm. that... Because you guys are a partnership, mm -hmm. and yeah. that is what matters. And I love the fact that you guys are the partnership. Again, you guys are very much an example for me in the way that, like, Adam and I kind of are moving forward. Mm -hmm. And... I think that it, it matters, like that you have your hand in it. And so actually the funny thing is this year I will with, um, so we do classical conversations. Yeah. Um, and this year Carly starts high school. She oh, starts, goodness. she's in challenge one, the science portion of mm -hmm. it on Fridays, they meet on Fridays. And mm -hmm. so I'm actually going to be teaching that portion of it. I'll be nice. working with Jana and, and the kids and yeah. being the, the lead learner, as we call it in CC, that the parent is the teacher mm -hmm. and the tutor is, is the lead, lead learner. learner. One other thing I actually wanted to touch on is mm -hmm. what you had mentioned uh, uh, about a degree 
and I really want to bring this up because I, I've heard this on more than one occasion, especially from husbands that, oh, I'm worried that my wife is not qualified to teach mm -hmm. my kids because they don't have a degree. Mm -hmm. Well, the curriculum in those degrees are constantly changing. Right. And those degrees are by worldly standards. Right. right. And as a Christian family who is homeschooling, our standard is the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And God is the same yesterday, today, and always, yeah. right? Uh, otherwise, if he changes, God was wrong. Yeah. But God is infallible. Right. And so he is always the same. If he changes his mind, he's mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. Right? And that's that's why, G why Jesus is the same forever. And so if we base our teaching standards off of what the Bible teaches mm -hmm. and what we're teaching is biblical, you don't need a degree right because your degree unless you're you know going for a degree in biblical studies <laughs> right a teaching degree in a secular university is not going to teach you what god has ordained for us to teach right right so that degree constantly goes out of date and that's something that you know like that was a fear and that is that's, a fear yeah. i think a lot of people thinking like oh my kids aren't going to be able to they're not going to be able to go to college. They're not going to yeah. have the the knowledge that they need to go to college. Well, first of all, most public high schools are just kind of pushing kids through. So what There's is a lot of difference yeah. between, and I'm not saying like there is a big difference, but yeah. I think you know what I'm trying to say. Like, why do people think that you're not going to get a quality education in homeschool when in the public school, they're genuinely failing kids? Big time. And that's the big thing, too, is that typically for public school and i was a classic example of this mm -hmm. it is just stop talking stop asking questions cram this information down your yep. throat and then i would like memorize memorize try to memorize it mm -hmm. dump it on a test and be done yep and then you could ask and me now and i'd be like yep. i don't have a clue where is in homeschool questions are encouraged why <laughs> wouldn't you ask i want you to mm -hmm. ask so that you understand you're not just memorizing this and then it's gone I want you to really, really dig in and ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Even if I can't answer them, let's figure it out together. Yeah. But the big thing that people say, well, they're going to have to get, you know, their GED. They mm -hmm. won't have a diploma. They won't have to. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, that is not true. And do not right? listen to people telling you that because that was a fear I had. What am I going to do when she graduates high school? My daughter has a diploma. Yeah. My daughter has transcripts. Yep. The transcripts were mailed off to the colleges. And let me tell you, both of them that she applied to, Instantly, she was accepted with scholarships to both. Mm -hmm. So people think, well, homeschool kids, they're, they're not going to get to go to college. Colleges, I'm, if you do your research, more and more colleges mm -hmm. want homeschool kids because yes. they already understand time management. Right? Yes. And they, they've already been working towards um, the way that they would work in college. Mm -hmm. So they're actually really sought after the by other, colleges. The other thing, too, is that nowadays schools are teaching kids what to think. Right. Whereas homeschooling teaches kids how, how? to think, yes. especially the curriculum that we, we with yeah. classical conversations and in uh, my father's world was the same mm -hmm. way as too. is it, it encourages questions and encourages kids to ask the question why? Well, mm -hmm. why should we think this way? Mm -hmm. And it encourages them to form their own opinions and mm -hmm. think things through logically yeah. and, and come to a realization and it teaches them to question their beliefs. Yes. Yep as to why do I believe what I believe? Is it, am I just yes. regurgitating what I've been told? Mm -hmm. That's what right? I encourage and my class to do. I do it because I, I teach the 
I tutor um, the 14, 15 year olds, and I did mm-hmm. this last year as well. And that is one thing I asked my class. I said, "Do you think you should question your beliefs?" They're like, "No." I said, "Why wouldn't you question your Why? beliefs?" Yeah, because you've grown up under your parents' faith, mm-hmm. but you have to make that decision for yourself. Right? Jason says it all the time. God doesn't have grandchildren. Nope. he has children. Yeah. And so I tell them absolutely question your. Why do I believe what I believe? I right? said because somebody, if you don't do that now. Somebody who's very worldly is going to ask you these things, and mm-hmm. you're going to go. Oh, my mom tells me to go to church. Right. But that's how not how good easily enough. your faith will be shaken if mm-hmm. you don't understand why you believe what right. you believe. As soon as somebody comes, even with just the smallest argument, mm-hmm. that you step back and you listen to it, and you go, "Oh, that kind of makes sense." All of a sudden, your faith right. is shaken. Yes. Right. Or your your beliefs, and and you look at what they're spewing now. The the it's garbage that's true. being taught to to our kids nowadays. It, it's very much in indoctrination. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a, you know, an old master sergeant in the Air Force, <laughs> I was raised under the old ways of doing yeah. things. And I see this new generation coming in mm-hmm. and I see a lot of them are not equipped to adult. Right. When I was a young airman, I came in and when I was 19 years old, I was expected to show up to work on time. I was expected to learn. I was shown how to do something yeah. and I was expected to do it. I was yep. expected to have it and know it. And I was expected to be able to anticipate what right. my sergeant, you know, what mm-hmm. my, my NCO above me was going to need. Yep. Right. And I was expected to maintain military standards. Right. And I found more and more and more as we went along a couple of things. One, that there was a lot of airmen, even seasoned airmen, mm-hmm. who were incapable. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. But please join us on the next episode of Missions Corner for the third and final part of our interview with Jason and Jana Pranzo. At Missions Corner, we pray that this episode has fueled your passion to fully live the life Jesus has called you to. As the Apostle Paul reminds us in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, Jesus saved us for a reason. He gave us a purpose. That purpose is to win people to Christ, disciple them in Christ, and send them out for Christ. You can listen to this podcast on demand for free on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and Overcast or visit missionscorner.com. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord has greatly blessed you.